And here we are again on another wholesome, I guess, family ninja episode of the HGC podcast. Here on the call today is oh, everyone's yeah. favorite Keke Genkai. Uh, Brandon Carey is on the call today. Tressa speaks to Elon Musk. Your coffers may be overflowing, but you're still morally bankrupt. <laughs> and Actual prepare- line from Octopath Traveler. <laughs> also on the call today is everyone's favorite... What would he be? I guess tuning. Everyone's favorite tuning. David Phillips is on the call today. As I stand before the president of Russia, I have one thing to say. I have shagged your mother. Why? Why just, would a tuning be just in Russia? Go with it. Don't ask because questions. That is what I would just say go with to, it. To Vladimir Putin. That's and the I dumbest thing I have heard David say. I need to be introduced say. so I can talk to David about and, Vladimir Putin. And I reject your Naruto bullshit. It's and not I reject everything David just said, because my god. Uh, also on the call today is everyone's... Tell me you wouldn't say that to Putin. Every... Uh, We've moved on, call... David. We've moved on. We've moved on. Yeah, we moved on. Learn how to talk like a human being, for fuck's sake. Um, also on the call today... Also on the call today is everyone's favorite Jinchuriki. Uh, Andre Doucet is on the call today. Oh, man. I've got a monster in me. Oh. <laughs> man. And an ass loaded chakra and special you know, some abilities. Some people learn to that. It's okay. You're the chosen yeah, one. Well, yes. The one man that raps in that universe does enjoy just being alive. So Exactly. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah. Um, Killer, Killer B, B. is, is god tier for existing. Also, oh on the call today is the one person who would be considered god tier in that universe. The sage Matthias is on the call today. Awesome. <laughs> I, I literally have no idea what you guys are talking about. You can have frog eyes. He is the sage of the 12 paths. He's got six more paths than the other one does. So, wait, does that mean he has Renegon if he's another uh, Sage he's of. He's got Super Renegon. It's like I... one step beyond. There actually no, he's was... got three eyes. He has a Sharingan, a Byakugan, and a Renegon. No, he's actually... got six eyes. He's got two sets of each. That actually is a thing, Andre. You're not at that point yet, though. Oh, I'm sure. There's a dude that <laughs> had a whole arm full of eyeball. That was gross. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a thing. Don't you love biological experimentation? Does that mean I have one of those horn thingies? Well, two of those? You might. I'm, I'm just Googling. You might. You might. Sure. Dude, Renegon makes you look like you're high 24-7. You... It's like Sasuke shows up in the hospital. I think something's going on. Maybe I, maybe I have some kind of magical eye technique? No, dude, you got allergies. I'm really glad you showed up. We need to get you in the surgery right now. <laughs> get an EpiPen stat. This is a problem. What do you mean you have eye techniques? I think you're hallucinating. Oh my god, it's at stage three. He really is going We to need an isekai where they come into our Even world. Even better, a gun guy just being hypnotized 24-7. No, I'd rather think that the guy with the Renegon was just fucking high all the time. Because I like that idea. He's so serious, the one guy you see with it. It's it's just hilarious to think that. There has to be a ninja that is just 24-7 high. I mean, like, you got Choji who's just eating himself to death every day. 
and you got whatever the fuck Eno is, and then you got whatever the fuck uh, Shikamaru is. The guy that's constantly high. He might no. be. He might. He he he's on like he's on like some shit that makes him focus well, real let's, hard. Let's think of it this way: he's how many or something? Yeah. You know what? He is the ultra intelligent type. I would not be surprised if he was on Adderall like twenty four seven. He's got a perfect 200 IQ, but that's thing you can actually have. He's at least definitely addicted to caffeine at this point. I mean, look at his eyes. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, hmm. Let's, let's see. There's, um... Oh, um, I guess I would, um, I haven't introduced myself yet. Uh, hi, I'm at Hulk Game Crit. I guess I would be, like, fuck. Some dude sitting uh-huh. in a hospital? I think that might be fun. That might be fun, just not being you're a just main a medical, character at You're all. just a random medical ninja that has to see all of this weird shit. I'm with popcorn in hand, and, like, every single time a new injury shows up, I'm like, what the fuck did you do? What do you mean you uh, stabbed your brother? Rasengan, I believe. <laughs> what do you mean you were tortured for 24 steps straight by some kind of weird asshole in a black coat? How does that equal <laughs> wounds on your arms? What are you talking about? Uh, nope. Nope, there's, that's, that's just a part of their torture and information unit that they totally have. <laughs> and I always see it, and I'm like, that shouldn't be there in a village that's supposed to be considered the good village. Every single time I go on my 15-minute break, it would be me just going to my co-workers and saying that the Ambu guys are just the biggest assholes. They always show up with blood everywhere on them and they refuse to tell me what the fuck happened you can't even learn their name unless they take their mask off it's like all right i i've seen this mask before last time i called you roy so whoever the fuck you are for the next 24 hours roy you are my bitch can we talk about how uh, how funny it is that only the elite ninja don't have uh, like have masks to hide their identity and the rest of them are just kind of like public figures well it's because they're so notorious there's no well it's reason. it's not it, how does that work exactly? Because like they they're can't ninja, take their mask though. off. They're supposed to be stealthy. Yeah, okay, they're... look if you want yeah, to go down yeah, that they route, threw that logic out a long time work, ago. Okay? <laughs> Fucking, it's like their idea of an assassination technique is Kakashi running at somebody full on from the front with a huge, gigantic neon light on his arm, while look, the world's no, biggest racket is going by. Laser cannon. No, like we've got ninja that will literally turn into giants like this whole universe does not work if they're supposed to be quiet <laughs> no, they're no, jumping through fucking about. trees like make they're it running worse. really fast they have their arms out in the back like there's so much shit that's just well, like this is not they right don't breathe through their skin make it worse the inoshika cho formation or whatever the fuck they called it that was it's actually loud. it's a stealth unit that is a stealth unit, ladies and gentlemen. It is not a tanker. Oh, a guy grows huge and <laughs> He's a yeah, stealth so, unit. I mean, it, think about it this way. Like, he Ashen works Ninja in or, intelligence like, encounter. He's supposed to be played in Hitman. But now Ninja or how 47 is actually played in Hitman. Actually, I'm going to correct you there. <laughs> Tenchu is how ninja are supposed to be played. You stab a guy through a sliding door, he falls out backwards, and then you go make your way to the Daimyo to take him out. That's uh, how a ninja is supposed to be. All right, so we, we've we've gone a long way. You leave way. a poisoned rice ball. But do you know on the who floor. is also as incompetent as Naruto Ninja? Okay, he's not incompetent where I'm at. No, I'm talking about the guy that games radar. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on with Games Radar? I... Yeah, what'd they do? Tell what'd me. They do? So this is nothing this is nothing terrible, it's just kind of stupid. Um, okay. Okay. They cause... released a story saying, and I quote, Turns out a massive story spoiler for God of War was secretly revealed at the very beginning. Which is a thing you might know as foreshadowing. <laughs> so oh, man. So I'm okay with some God of War spoilers right now so I can get into the actual story. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So the major story spoiler, totally not foreshadowing, just a story spoiler, is that if you look at some of the ruins in Kratos' house... They spell out the name Loki. Yeah, Kratos is a low-key racist. (laughs) Why do you think he eliminated the globalization? I mean, yeah. That's not foreshadowing. That's a a early story spoiler because Gabriel doesn't know what technical terms are. Speaking of people who wrote it, I'm sorry, who wrote it from over there? Let me, let me, I have, I have the tweet. Let me just open the story and see who it's written by. Written by a Alex Avard. All right. I don't know that guy. Speaking of uh, people doing a bad job, um, Eurogamer, um, as we all know, as we all, uh, I, I'm, I'm very quickly becoming not fans of Eurogamer. They keep fucking up. But they do Um, this time. So, um, everyone is aware that, um, David Cage and his company are trash. Yes, we're all aware of that by now. Very. Uh, they're such trash that they have actually started to lose court cases, um, where they actually now have to play, uh, their employees, uh, their unemployment benefits, um, after they quit because of all the super horrible harassment and shitty racist practices happening in that studio. Well, Eurogamer decided to do a full story covering it and go into detail. Good on them for that part, I guess. This is the part where they fucked up. All of the ads on that story were telling (laughs) people to go buy their fucking video games. You mean to become human? Yes. All of them, guys. There was about 12 different ads on that page. exactly like what I would expect from an advertising agency. Oh my god, that's that's perfect. That's that's 12 different spots for ads on Eurogamer's shitty website. All of them were basically saying buy Detroit Human. It's like, go fuck yourself, Eurogamer. I didn't know that because I run Adblocker. Here's the best part. I was running Adblocker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. That is some really bad act. I mean, seriously. My fucking god. And speaking of my fucking god. Plus my friend. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of my fucking god, um, Nintendo is now going after piracy websites again in another. Hold wave. on, you didn't want to transition to the actual David Cage story that they, that we talked about. Um, David Cage. Well, I, I said it. They're starting to lose okay. all of their lawsuits. It's ongoing. We won't know more for a while. Okay. Like that was Wait, that was, lost one though this week. Yeah, they well, they lost yeah. it, and they can they can actually like they could try to fight it, but they probably won't because I don't think they can win it at all. And the other three or four incidences out there that were known are still going through court trials or being redone as we speak. So I don't really have a, a anything else really to say on that one. That makes me happy. Just just make not win happy. this guess. We are French. <laughs> what, what is happening? 
Oh, oh no! Suckling We're gonna have to pay the fees. Anyway, anyway, the other story. Um, <laughs> No, Every once in a I while, mean... Nintendo will go after, like, people in waves, and I believe a wave is starting. This is just the first story of what I'm assuming will be a wave. Uh, two websites, loveroms.com and loveretro.co, have both been uh, sued, and the operator is a man that goes by the name of Jacob Matthias. Matthias, you've been busted! What? Matthias, uh, you've been served. You need to show up. You've been served. You're done. You need to show up for this court case, or you're... You're fucked. That's the plot twist, ladies and gentlemen. I was like, oh, this is a Matthias story. I have to share it now. <laughs> Matthias, why did you keep hosting those goddamn ROMs? I don't know how many why times Why is we it told nothing you. but Nintendo games? Why, Matthias? Why? Why didn't you have Dragon Quest Monsters on there? Like, that's why I ratted you out to Nintendo. <laughs> you had the worst curation I've ever seen you had 50 different roms of the tarzan game on game boy color how this is actually how the part that? That? this is the part where i say that love roms website was actually very useful and i did have a large rom collection but oh no they're usually it. great it's just yeah their shitload of it really was this nintendo but matthias how could you matthias seriously dude i wanted dragon quest monsters and you failed you failed me well, I, I just Why hit the good ones behind the paywall. God damn it, paywall. Don't you understand? We have to keep these games preserved. Even the Tarzan game on Game Boy Color because they're not going to do it. Oh, oh, there's Nintendo reaching oh, out to him right now. Someone, someone forgot to go and vibrate. Now we get to make fun of them forever. Also, you didn't set your vibrator to vibrate, Brandon. Why didn't you? Yeah, don't you know how phone dildos work? Now I'm I'm sorry. That joke was bad. That, that joke yeah. was bad. Um, I'm sorry. But you know who else is pretty bad? Hitler. David Valve. Oh, 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 Valve Hitler. Okay. So this time. Why are you surprised? Is my answer. No, I'm um, just surprised. A we... former Valve employee by the name of Rich um, Gelrich. Oh, he'll be good. His name's Rich. Uh, he has been making some tweets about a company that he worked for in the past. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. But all of the, the context clues of what company's talking about, which he refers to as self-organizing co, can basically only describe Valve. Like, there's, <laughs> like, out of his bibliography of things he's worked for in the past, it literally can only be Valve he's talking about. As of today, I am what is known as a Gordon Freeman. <laughs> I have to take a portal to get out of this place. My resume will need to ricochet around the world, and they've left me for dead. So, what was I'm his opinion on some of the quotes that he talks about the there company um, about self-organizing co, which could only be Valve? There we go. Um, he was left for yeah. death. So I'm just, I'm just going to read them out so that you get a context of, of the <laughs> behind-the-scenes of Valve's headquarters. Okay. After joining this one company, one of the pseudo-managers kept ragging on about a well-known physics coder I respected. He joined the company and left for another, for another one after a few months. Hmm. At a hmm. self-organizing company with bonuses... Once you modify a project, you're on the hook for anything until it ships. 
the team will hold your bonus hostage and claim your work broke something. It's basically company legalized extortion. It's what happens when you get a libertarian in charge of your fucking video game company. The company was moving into a new field. They made attempts to hire and fired her a year later with no warning after they had hired her, hired up her friends and their friends. Another type of temp strategic hire you can make is to recruit a well-known author, a famous dev, or a person with specialized skills like an economist. Have them write gushingly about how amazing your experience at the company is, and then quietly let them go. That's bullshit. That All bullshit. legit self-organizing firms have to leak an official, unofficial company manual. It's got to be slickly made and fun to read. Developer marketing gurus create these productions to sway new recruits into their hiring funnel. Insiders what? laugh at these things. Now! At self-organizing Andre, putting firm, the lockdown, none of that. You might be placed into a huge open office and given massive monitors. This is all to normalize all communication and for more effective surveillance. Everything we monitor either directly or by a corporate arm employee, one of their barons or friends. I'm really glad where I work, guys. <laughs> I don't have to deal with any of that. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> As a new employee, you'll be heavily encouraged to get your friends to join the firm. Work friends social networks are incredibly valuable and can be used to accelerate scaling. This can result in an organization existing of numerous overlapping work-friend cliques. If you're a total outsider coming into the firm, your best bet is to up with the Baron and or their friends just to make their, their lives easier. Be a machine and get shit done for a while. Your goal should be, rapidly, should be to rapidly up your perch community level before the next firing cycle. Jesus. I have a few questions. Normally, when I wrote a blog post, it's hours of writing and then one on top of release Twitter. I can adapt to writing based off audience feedback. It's great and very rewarding. Okay, we're done. Um, uh, he's talking about doing work. The people in that place don't do anything. Well, no. The work is to suck up to the big boss so that you don't get fired. Yeah, you can work without having any actual progress. That is That's an the actual job. thing. You That's the job. Nothing as long as you're kissing someone's ass. So, why? Okay, so... Speaking of jobs that include kissing asses... Shouldn't they just fire everybody? I was going to finish our story, but, like, um, (laughs) go go ahead. Let let Andre have his point first, and then we'll go Okay, let's let's get Andre's point. Go ahead, Andre. I don't understand why a guy that's... I don't understand Valve... Why do you keep hiring people, paying people, if they're literally not doing anything? Because it's a boys' club. They want more members for the boys' club. Boys' club. They could literally just hire a bunch of people. Like, it sounds like literally the most toxic workplace on the planet. It does. I mean, I'm not surprised if you flush the toilet if a bunch of toxic toxic waste shows up. Oh, no, that's just just Gabe. It could only be more toxic if you were an actual slave camp. I think ExxonMobil might blush if they read this story. I think Foxconn would be taking notes. But I, I, I talk about that story to talk about another story that is a much better um, version of what Valve claims to be. Oh, okay. 
We're going so, in double segue on a segue. Interesting. Well, where where are we going? The creator of Dead Cells. Oh yeah, that. Oh game. yes. Yeah. Um, like Valve, he they claim to be kind of like a flat structure workplace, but unlike Valve, they actually are a flat structure workplace because everyone literally owns the same portion of the company who works there. Uh, it's evenly distributed. Um, and no matter how high you are up the totem pole in terms of like rank, you're everyone in that in that studio is paid the exact same. Even from the new hires to the 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 person who's technically in charge, they get They're a all flat. The they all same. get a flat salary, and then uh, when a bonus happens, they all receive the same portion. Yeah, Pretty it's cool. the, it's equally shared. Uh huh. And they have made a piece on Kotaku about how that structure has been, like, bliss for their physical and mental well-beings. It's it's a really good piece. Um, Sadly, they... the only thing they haven't been able to figure out properly was um, crunch. Uh, they said crunch does happen. However, they took the same route that my company does. Um, if we actually have a confirmed period of time where some kind of crunch needs to happen, where, like, I'm working a Saturday... Uh, they figure out how many hours it was. If it's like a whole day, I just get a day off the next week. Yeah, that, that's what we do at our workplace. When we have to work long hours or we have to work the weekends, we get a compensation day off the next week. Yeah. Um. But, like, it's funny when you talk about how clearly toxic Valve is, despite claiming to have a, a quote-unquote flat structure. They don't actually have that. That's a lie. That's basically bluntly a lie. Um, but when you see someone who actually has a flat workplace structure, it's much better for the employees, which results in better products. Like Dead Cells, if you haven't played it, by the way, a very good game. A very good roguelike. Indeed. That's it. I'm done. Okay. Uh, speaking of games and places where you're kissing other people's asses... Um, so basically it, um, it has become a thing, a true correct thing. Um, it seems like a majority of the porn games that are now online are all being funded through crowdfunding and are made free. Yeah. Uh, they have to be. Oh dear. The average price for a lot of these, these things is them receiving $5,000 a month effectively making everyone involved insanely rich. <laughs> oh dear. That's amazing. So Power next time them. next time you see a free download on like, you know, some questionable website, it isn't because it was stolen. It was likely because it was free. So that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy. Uh let's see. Now I think we're ready I'm to be terrified when you started laughing for a minute, so what the hell? Now we're now we're gonna. If that's what, if that's what, they, what gets them successful, then, then then all the power to them. Yeah, all power to them. Uh, uh, speaking of having no power and 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 having to kiss somebody's ass and it not going well. Um, the uh the anti piracy group uh called Revolt, who was specifically targeting DeNovo's notorious anti piracy tech. Um, as everyone knows, it's the shitty tech that everyone is using because it's supposed to be unhackable but at the exact same time was slowing down every computer on the planet and also making a lot of computers like basically like unplayable after they tried to install some of these games. Uh, well, 
they uh they have been shut down. Uh, they are the person involved, the one who was in charge of the entire thing. Uh, goes by the name of Voxy. Um, police have raided yeah. his house, took his computer, took his server. Uh, he basically had to state that he cannot do this anymore. Hopefully, someone else will be able to come forward and uh try on their own to make these games more playable by removing that shitty de novo tech. Uh, but clearly he is not allowed to do this kind of thing ever again or face even more severe action. So uh, keep that in mind going forward, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, also, speaking of kissing asses, um, there's a brand new Shin Megami Tensei uh, video game in the wing. Um, it is a mobile game, and everyone discovered that on the monsters, you can go ahead and leave comments... And the comments are um, delicious. So uh, this is so, becoming tenuously linked to kissing ass at best. Yes, uh, this is the last one. Uh, <laughs> it, the comments have been going everywhere, from thick boy to I would lick that to I would wear that scarf to someone looking at it, looking at uh, the dragon uh, Gukumats, which is basically. Um, forget what it's called look it's all i'm saying is you look at those smt monster designs some of them are clearly thirsty uh one of these... some of those are clearly thirsty designs <clears throat> they have i this... mean there is a giant penis they have the a gigantic fire. south american snake floating in the sky and one person's comments was uh feather noodle of heaven hallowed be thy length <laughs> you get the idea they are going above and beyond. Like I said, thirsty designs all for thirsty comments. Someone uh someone looked at um I forget the name of the damn thing. It used to be my favorite. Um the the uh Japanese deity that was half dragon, half turtle. I forget its name. Uh someone left What? Isn't that like a kappa? Is it one of the kappa four beasts? beasts? Or... Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the guardian beasts. Or maybe it's China. Either way Either way, um, someone's comment was, I like turtles. Another person said, ice boost plus strong ice plus attacks makes it pretty good. Other people are saying, hop, baby, that's a nice turtle. Um, yeah, you that's get That's a nice idea. turtle. Uh, Jack Frost has the best comments. Uh, one person just straight up said, this is what God looks like. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, yeah, let's, um, on to the other stories. Um, Grand Theft Auto Online has a patch this week where you can actually buy your own nightclubs. If you own the nightclubs, you can drink for free. If you do not own the nightclubs, well, congratulations. You have all kinds of different alcoholic beverages that you can purchase, uh, with your in-store creds. And, um, as everyone knows, the in-store credit, um, is kind of expensive in that game. So, Piss Wasser, five bucks. Vodka Shot, ten bucks. The Mount Whiskey Shot, which we'll be coming back to in a second, fifty-five. Richard Miss uh, Richard's whiskey shot in a 190. Macbeth whiskey, whiskey shot is 350. Brutal Champagne Silver is 30,000. Brutal Champagne Gold is 50,000. And Bouger Champagne Domi is uh, 150,000. I feel the same way, Clayton. Truly, I do. <laughs> All those words. Uh, but the real the real star is the Macbeth whiskey shot, where if you take it, it instantly knocks you out and you. Uh, you have a chance of waking up somewhere random. Uh, a lot of people are just waking up in the bathroom of their um, nightclub. Other times they were showing up naked underneath um, the Hollywood sign. Sometimes they're underneath bridges. 
However, there's one Easter egg that no one can understand. You wake up wearing a t-shirt uh, that you did not own previously, and you're at the top of the tower, and there's no way down, and the t-shirt is basically stating that you are now a member of the Scientology religion. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So a lot of people right now are going online and buying a lot of whiskey shots because they want that goddamn t-shirt. Uh, so that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and speaking of people randomly appearing in the middle of nowhere and doing weird things, uh, PUBG. Um, as everyone knows, stream snipers is a thing. Usually you're streaming a game, someone finds out where you are, they show up and they start blasting you with different annoying sounds trying to hurt your eardrums. And make you hate everyone in life. Well, someone decided, you know what? That's a little mean. I actually like the guy that I'm trying to stream, uh, stream snipe. So he shows up and starts serenading him with a ukulele. And <laughs> he's done this multiple times. Everyone loves it. It showed up online. The video, the video went very, very uh, viral. It, it's a thing. So I'm just like, good on you. Fortnite for allowing that magical moment to happen, and thank God you mean someone PUBG. actually, yeah, PUBG. Sorry, someone actually did something nice for once. Uh, yeah. I was th- I was saying Fortnite because I was thinking about this other story I got. Uh, Fortnite has brought back the guided missiles after everyone was jumping on the guided missiles and then using the one hit KO entire teams from three miles away. Uh, I'm assuming that they have drastically <clears throat> lowered down the uh, power and also the brokenness of the guided missile so that has uh re-entered the game at the exact same time it is with great unfortunate uh uh i can't think of the right word to describe this basically the slurp juice was removed uh no it was making people invincible apparently through some kind of like bug in it and or glitch it was, it was happening it's probably just temporary so it might come back yeah. It might come back after they fix it, but the bug was so bad that they decided to just remove the entire item from the game until they were actually able to fix the damn thing. Um, And speaking of fixing the damn thing, apparently in Fortnite's map, there is a section that you could fall into uh, that is actually below the build level. So one person fell in, other person decided, no, I'm going to build down and save him, even though he's not my friend. And he got within jumping distance to him. And then he couldn't build anymore, so he had to give up. Um, he was trying to figure out another way to get to him, maybe a golf cart. A streamer saw him with the golf cart, decided to kill him, looked around, realized what he was doing, decided to finish his work for him. Got all the way down, realized he can't get down, went and got the golf cart. He drove the golf cart down, and then through a comedy of errors, actually hit the guy with the golf cart, and the kid ended up flying off into the, into the uh, kill zone in the water. And everyone involved was super sad about it because they found out that you actually could have jumped on the golf cart, jumped up on the platform, that you would have really saved him after all. So Epic decided, you know what? That's funny. That's really fucking funny. And also, it's a bug. So they decided to, A, commemorate the dude's death by putting a tombstone down there. And then they put a bouncy tire right next to it so you can actually jump up onto it if your friend decides to come down and help you like that guy did. Nice. So that is a thing now on the Fortnite map. Have fun with that, everybody. <clears throat> They called it. I wish unquote, we'd play Fortnite together again. Yeah, we should. Uh, they they ended up calling it the greatest rescue mission in Fortnite ever, <laughs> even though it went horribly wrong. Um, 
Oh, let's see. Other items. Um, all of the Samsung SD micro cards are now on sale. Um, on that side note, SanDisk now has a 200 gigabyte SanDisk card that is um, 55 bucks. That's a better deal than all the Samsung cards by a country mile. So you might want to go look into all those, see if you see the card you want and which one's the best price. The price is free, uh, is changing a bit every once in a while. The 128 gigs were like 35 and 256 were now 90. Go check it out. Uh, a Magic the Gathering card was put up on auction. And what made this mm. different from a lot of Magic the Gathering cards was that the uh, the <clears throat> card itself was actually checked by a, uh, what would the word be? An expert, I guess? And yeah. cardologist, a vendor, probably yeah. cardologist. It, they gave it an almost perfect rating. I, I think the max is ten, and I think they got a nine point five. Is how it basically worked out. Um, so it's an exquisite um, black lotus um, original. Ooh. Oh yeah, oh they, yeah, that's a card a, even a, I know about. There was a draft um, in a in a pro tour, like they did a, a chaos draft, which is a bunch of, of old packs um, getting drafted, and one of them drafted the black lotus. Which, if you don't know is one of the most legendary and most expensive cards in Magic the Gathering history. Yes, if you find a copy of the print, um, it would be an $8,000 print. He had an original, yeah. so it sold on eBay for $87,000. Jeez! Yeah. That, that card is, is a legendary card in the Magic the Gathering community. It's, it's, I even know about it, and I yeah. don't play Magic. Yeah, I was surprised the number got that high. I thought it was pretty darn cool. Um, Yay, artificial scarcity! Two items of note for for fans of collecting and stuff like that. Destiny is now going to be doing a Grimoire anthology series. Um, they already got Volume One out. Um, Basically, they're putting all the cards they wrote the lore on into a book. Yeah, it's way to do that a, after you've released two whole games, guys. It's a thing. At least it's a hardcover book, and it actually looks good. No, it looks cool. It's just yeah, it looks cool. Man, they really like, should have. Um... The lore the wasn't that great to begin they with. They should have put it in, they... in the base game, you think? Yeah, yeah they should have definitely put it in the base You game. know, not fucked it up. They should have not fucked it up. Um, yeah. yeah. And also, here's the other warning for collectors. Um, it is a heat wave right now. Um, it's oh a heat my wave. god, is it? It's a heat wave to the point where I am uncomfortable being outside for more than two minutes, and I live in Florida. That's a well, bit. That's a bit weird for me. I'm usually like able to survive longer than this it is really fucking hot out japan in connecticut yeah means that if you live on the water it'll get muggy as hell so be careful if you go outside drink water um you could end up don't go outside stay inside and play video games and listen to us yeah on our show if you need to exercise go to a nice cool gym uh the other exercise stop being don't be stupid. Stay inside and play more video games. Um, but um. Anyway, I have a card game story after this. So um. Anyway, no, you don't. Um, the Not um. Anymore. What I was trying to get to is that it's gotten so bad that even Japan is now starting to state that like, hey, this is a national disaster we're dealing with right now. Everything is going bad because of this. Yeah, disaster. aren't a lot of the elderly like the most susceptible to but, this right now? Yes. Anyway, continuing on to the story, it's reached the point. Where a lot of figurines um, are melting. Wow. In particular, even but global warming is not a threat, guys. 
It, like it, it's got. That's how bad it's getting. There's there's a picture, everybody. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> it's an Evangelion character that is like there. Like completely. That's a good bent. Michael Jackson action figure. It's completely yeah, bent over to the side, like a Michael Jackson and a Michael Jackson in a Moonrake scenario, and it's all because of heat. This is to illustrate how fucking bad it is outside and also inside your house. So keep your fucking AC on and stay the fuck inside. There's actually a compare Michael Jackson comparisons. Dun 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 dun. Oh no, my action figure. It's melted. I'm bummed there's out. Actually a figure, there's actually a couple pictures here. There's a figure that actually melted off of its foot. Yep. There's two figures that melted and actually headbutted. Yep. Um, there's um, a figure that's melted, and it looks like it's about to fall off the base. Can you put those... Uh, can we, like, not you, you, do the visual stuff in an audio medium? Yeah, let's not do that, David. <laughs> That doesn't work. It literally doesn't work. They just it have to sit there and be like, well, I wish I could see of this other stuff. other things that do not work anymore. Gwent. Oh, good. What? Oh, not technically. Technically, the game is still up. No, it's but... not. What the fuck happened to the What happened to Gwent now? Did, like... Tell us. Geralt became a, a boss. And Nothing has happened for the past three months. Nothing will happen for the rest of the year, and that's a fucking problem. Oh, you mean they're not updating it anymore? They are Good. work. They have spent time working on the single player Thronebreaker expansion, and as a result of that, they haven't been doing any updates. So, um, for fun, I looked at all of the people I follow who who have Gwent related content and still what they're doing, and all of them are playing Magic Gathering Arena right now. Hmm. Not seeing one of them is playing Gwent anymore. You know what they should play is the Elder Scrolls Legends, now available for most things. Now, nah, MGD Arena is a pretty good game. It's pretty solid. Shut up. Um, but <laughs> my point is that here's the thing about card games. If you don't regularly update content or, or produce meta new cards... never changes, right? The meta remains stagnant, deck creation gets stagnant, and the game essentially dies because people get bored of playing the same decks over and over again. Yeah, that's why um, Magic the Gathering it basically rotates out their stuff three to- three or four times a year. No, once a year. Um, they add new sets, but every every now every um every year they will rotate sets out of the rotation yeah. so that. Brandon, they- I have a question for you. Shoot, do you have another Magic related story? No. Really? Because I heard they were doing a crossover. Oh, I didn't think you guys would care about that. Um, I forgot well it, they're doing it with some game i like it, don't aren't yeah, they dungeons and dragons um oh yeah there we I go that. oh yeah. god how is that gonna work we like d and i think you would give a shit about that but sure, no I'll we like d and right there's a crossover between um dungeon dragons and um magic the gathering um specifically the plane of ravnica which is the city of guild which is this this city in magic that has a bunch of organizations that go against each other now, this sounds cool. It's too bad it's in a card game. But they are getting a D&D module so that you can play as a citizen of Ravnica in Dungeons & Dragons. Well, that's actually a cool story because, like, imagine how they could do that for other fantasy universes. I feel like um, since Watsi, since Wizards of the Coast owns both 
Dungeons Dragons and MTG, they could do this with a lot of different, like, not even like. They should become the Legos. Of I feel like that. Magic and D and D should cross over more. I feel like they should. Um, they should do what Lego does. So you know, you just have any franchise just pop well, up in there. Well, also, not even that. It's like um, if you look at some of like the sets, like the Amonkhet and the Ixalan sets, take place in different areas. There are dungeon master guides for those sets. They're unofficial, but like, well, they're they're released by people who work for Watsi, but they're not officially like products they sell. They're just like things you can print out and and, and use as reference for D and D games. Mm-hmm. Um, so those already exist, but having this like making them an official module for D and D, the the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica is what it's called. Um, it, it's it's a really awesome idea, and I, I actually would like to do a game with it if I had a group in real life that I would be able to run a D&D How do game you not? With. Don't you live with a bunch of nerds around you? I do, but... They suck, all, they, they all work. They all oh. work odd hours. Um, oh. Well, sorry to hear that. <laughs> this really worked out for me throwing you a bone. But yeah, Gwent is dead, but play Magic the Gathering and, and, and do some D&D. That's also good. Don't. Got it. Got any other stories, Brandon? I got like two left. I have I have two left, but I don't know if we actually care about No Man's Sky anymore. Uh, hello, yes. That I, game's I, I good really now. Know. That That's a story. <laughs> I really yeah, uh, I didn't know if anyone wanted to talk about that. People are enjoying the hell out of it. Like, it's uh... up in the top played games on Steam. Yeah, it's a big deal now, dude. Yeah, I'm. I'm need to talk about it. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. I, I I've been it. wanting to get into No Man's Sky for a while now. I've just been waiting for the right time, but maybe this is now the right time. I I want to play it on the or Xbox. Would be if I wasn't playing Xbox Traveler right now. I'm going to wait until I hear more people than just the what seem like hyper aggressive. I will be here no matter what fanboys that kind. I have of a friend who just who just got into it and said he's really liking or she's really liking it so far. Um, oh, I I played it actually this week, so I'm gonna oh, talk about was, it. Oh, cool. dude, tell us about what changed. Change. Talk about what? it now. Well, the thing, well, the thing is that right now it's like the fourth major update, and I haven't played the game since like a month after release. So the thing that changed for me is like everything in the last four updates, not just. Well, just tell us about update. it. How do you feel well, about the game overall right now? If I look back to when I first played it, I think it's like two years ago. I think, yeah, I think it's like Feels two years like ago. Feels like it. Yeah, it's two, that, three years ago. It actually would be two, three years ago, yes. Yeah, it has improved a a whole lot. Because in the beginning, I was enjoying the game. But, like, there wasn't enough to do. And the grind was getting really boring. And then I just stopped playing. But now they added, like, a whole lot of different things. To do and then just I'm just gonna tell you one thing that annoyed me a whole lot. They give you this sort of not really quest, but they hint at you that you should go to the middle of the universe. Right. I which means that. you're gonna have to make a whole lot of hyper jumps. Which means you need the fuel for that. And to make the fuel, basically if I remember it right, you had to build a casing and get antimatter. And to build the casing you need like two or three components, nothing too serious. But to make the antimatter was basically get component A and B, craft something out of that, then combine that with a rarer thing, craft something out of that, then combine what you have then with another rare thing, and combine that, and then you have the antimatter, and then you have the casing, and then you have to combine that. 
So you basically needed to have like seven different things and had to go through like three different, three or four different processes of crafting in order to get like one piece of fuel for one jump. And that annoyed the shit out of me. Jesus Christ. You just because described that, man. Because basically in like... Uh, so what's it like now to, though? You need to have empty slots in your, in your inventory much, and right? in, your, in, in, your, in your ship to, to have all the components and stuff. So you basically were sacrificing a whole lot of places in your ship just to craft the, the freaking fuel and that annoyed the shit out of me. But they have improved that a whole lot now. Now it's just still casing and antimatter. And each one of those just requires uh, two other things. But they, they streamlined that a whole lot. But they also added uh, freighters, which are like giant... Basically, you can call them like your... What would you call them? Your class ships, your, your main ship, sort yeah. of a base. Uh -huh. you, you actually can add rooms to them. Um, oh, oh yeah. Can, can you build? You can build your own settlements now too, right? Yes, yes. Apparently, before the last update, you could only have one base on a planet, and it had to be in a specific place. Like you had to find an abandoned base or something, and then claim that, and then you can build in a area around it. Now you can ba build as many bases as you want, wherever you want. There's literally no limitation, as far as I know. So we could play this game together and just have a Hulk house. Basically, yeah, you can build an entire oh, thing. Oh my god! But you still gotta unlock all the the different components to build. We can do it. Mostly with the blueprints us. and things you find. But then there's also missions. They added a, a way <clears throat> better tutorial. Um, you can get frigates to sort of defend your freighter, and you can send them out on expeditions, which. Um, well, then you basically just send them off on exposition. You just need fuel, and then they come back a little bit later with stuff. But sometimes you get like messages mid uh, expedition where they ask you like, "Hey, we just got damaged, or one ship got damaged. Do you want us to return or continue the mission?" Then you can like gamble on whether you want to go back or not. And if you recall the ship when it's damaged, you have to land at the frigate go inside of the frigate and find different places that are broken and like fix them with components which is quite neat I'm, I'm guessing it'll become a little bit tedious later down the line when you have a lot more of them but right now it's quite interesting and then you can have multiple small ships that you can then store on your freighter um, there are space battles uh, with just pirates or giant freighters getting attacked by like a whole bunch of other uh, pirates and then you got the small fighters NPCs from the freighter also battling so it's really like dog fighting in space god this sounds awesome why aren't we yeah I'm actually this? looking forward to, to trying this so, game now holy shit and, and they also completely changed the, some of the resource collection on planets because before resource basically spawned in I guess the best thing you can call it were like monoliths it just spawned in a sort of a, a tube going down. And that could be floating in the air sometimes, sticking out of the ground, deep underground. And it was just weird to find like just a floating cylinder of iron or uranium or whatever on planets. And that 
changed completely now. You can scan them from afar with your visor, hmm. and then they are in the ground, and they sometimes they're more like a, a vein, sort of. Hmm. But they're no longer just sticking up, which just looked really weird. Because people used to call them resource penises, because that's basically what they look like. Nice. You would fly with your ship until you saw one drop down there. Mind the entire suck it thing. Off. Then, yeah, suck the entire thing off until it's dry. and then Just act the like Cell from Dragon Ball Z, just, <laughs> just going around, just... You think Let's a see. barrier will work? Is there anything else they changed? Um, oh, yeah. Um, the game is like uh, has a sort of survival aspect to it. When you're when the temperature is too low, too high, there's too much radiation or too much toxin. Um, you have sort of a hazard protection system that's on, and it's fueled with sodium, which is basically all the yellow materials you can Salt. find. Yes. And Salt and sanctuary. Well, actually, salt is more than just sodium. Well, sodium well regenerates your shields even when you're flying. So mid dogfight, you can inject salt into your. No wait, actually, salt is another component. It has to be sodium, not salt. Salt is for crafting other stuff. But anyway, you can inject that into your shield. You get your shield back, but it also increases your hazard protection. But it's quite interesting because um, I was on a planet one time, and in the sun, it was hot but not too hot that the hazard protection turned on then slowly as I was spending time in there and I got further away from my ship nighttime came and then you could literally see the temperature dropping to like minus nice. 40s well That's minus 40 cool. Celsius which is I don't know how many Fahrenheit but like called the ship and then the hazard protection like jumped on and on my way back to my ship a firestorm happened which temporarily up to temperature enough during the night time that it got to like normal levels so my hazard protection recharged and then it went high enough that it activated again but I didn't have to recharge it manually because it had like enough time into like the Goldilocks area to recharge which was pretty neat so it's not just an on switch of this timer is ticking down and you have to reload it it's literally based on environmental factors that can change because of different things so yeah it's it is quite interesting but one thing i wanted to say that's quite important it is a sandbox game is it still a chill game it is yeah like i i don't the only time i really panicked in the game is when i first spawned in because i spawned in on a toxic planet (laughs) fair enough basically the first thing i had to do from the moment I started the game was to run around looking for sodium and <laughs> when I finally found it my shields were completely drained and I nice. think I could, could have lived for maybe like 10 or 15 seconds later and then I would have died just after spawning in. That's one of the Great. biggest fuck yous of trying to start a game is just hey figure it out. Also, you're being poisoned by a toxic cloud. Also you're well, gonna die. <laughs> I yeah, well, just, that's also. I would just thing. re-restart at that point. <laughs> well, I didn't really start it in, and then it's like, hey, get sodium, and then I press like C. Get salty, like, you bastard! Seize the scanner, so you press all C. All you had to and do was look in nice... the comments for a second. You would have known all the sodium you need. And so, so I pressed C for my scanner to find it because it shows up in your scanner because it's uh, something important that you should find. And then it nicely gave me that little pop-up that said, hey. 
your scanner is broken, you have to fight ferrite dust to fix it. <laughs> wow! You have to find that first. While you see that nice green bo uh, bar, low, uh, yellow bar, sorry, slowly going down to fix the scanner, to then scan the area. To find oh, by the, the way, you're <laughs> So, but but it's a good game now, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. The the survival isn't actually tedious. That's it's good. There. That's you anymore. have to charge, and and you also have to charge up your mining laser and and uh, the terrain manipulator and stuff like that. Yet. But it's not. It doesn't. I'm really feel glad tedious. that game is doing well. Can you shoot missiles no. at all in that game yet? That was one of the things I wanted to do. I wanted to go find the biggest ship in the galaxy and shoot missiles at it. Um. Yeah, you can. My my ship. I think everyone's ship starts out the same. I think it did, but mine started with just a, a laser, like pulse lasers that can overheat, and then a rocket launcher that shoots three rockets. And that okay. home in once you like target an enemy. But uh, on foot, I don't think you have a rocket launcher, but I think you can upgrade to a bolt caster, which just like shoots normal bullets. Then a pulse rifle, which shoots, I think is burst fire. You can have like a grenade launcher. Uh, you can have a sort of a grenade launcher that does more damage but destroys terrain. For when you want to go mining or whatever. There's a shotgun version of a weapon, I think, that you can equip. So that's, that's a whole lot of customization. Almost too much. I So uh, what platform did you play it on? I have it on PC. Oh. I bought it on a PC. Well, what would we want to do it on, guys? PS4? Probably PC. P PC. Oh. I no. do have one. I do have one gripe with the game. It would have to um, be PC. That's where all the updates are now. <laughs> Actually, PS4 has it too. And the Xbox yeah, it, one just came, it out, came out for Xbox. So. But that's that's one thing that I sort of hated about the game is a really good thing. Like I said, you have to upgrade your uh, hazard protection. Your you have to fill oxygen into your life support. That's it. You have to fill your mining laser again, stuff like that. And you used to have to go into the menu each time. But now they sort of added a uh, menu that you can open while still walking around. And in, it uh, defaults, I think, on like the quick fill menu. So you can quickly fill all these things without going into the menu and stopping your experience. So, you know, you can just keep walking from A to B while filling everything up. Um, the controls of that menu, you can't rebind them. So, me playing on an Azerty keyboard... Oh, right. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I couldn't use that menu, because going left in that menu was the same button as me moving left. And I'm not going to move left each time I want to use the damn uh, window. So now I'm basically just turning my keyboard into QWERTY each time I play No Man's Sky. But yeah, I had the same problem in uh, Fallout 4 when you're in like the construction mode. We we went over that last week, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's just a lot of developers seems to forget there are different keyboards out there than just QWERTY. Well, and it I, annoys me. Well, the two you're specifically talking about are like English-speaking countries. I don't know about... I don't know what the primary lingo of uh, Belgium is, but yeah, it's just, you know, an interesting thing to look at from, like, uh, 
ethnocentrist sort of yeah. thing because they're like, America well, yeah, everybody first, uses QWERTY. They'll assume because that's what they've used all their life, and you know, mm -hmm. they don't know about a. a what do you call your that, I, that I then hate the most is that you can't rebind all controls. They just give you, hey, forward, backwards, left, and right, and then you go into a menu, and then it just jumps back to using uh, WASD. Have you tried using, like, I wonder if there's, like, a joy to key thing that could let you do that. There isn't. That, that, that's, that's too much trouble. Um, I'm, like, I'm, like, used to it. I have two, I have two keyboards set up on my computer, just Azerty, the normal one, and QWERTY, and I just, like, You have a QWERTY shit. one just for playing games? Well, no, not hooked in. I mean, I can just change the configuration of my keyboard to it. Oh, okay. To it. Yeah, you can so buy... I just... Uh, you can buy high-end computers, and... uh, keyboards that have brains in them, and they can switch all the formats around. God, no, if no, I was no, Matthias, no. I would just play shit on a controller at that point. I'm not... Yeah. I'm not changing my keyboard, just the, like, the, the keyboard layout in Windows. And I found out recently that you can change it just for a single app. <sighs> So I just change it in No Man's Sky, and then just I change it on a per app basis. Up. Then okay, that makes sense. But yeah, it's so. In short, No Man's Sky it has improved a whole lot since launch. It's a chill game. There's still survival elements, but most of the time it's pretty chill. Uh, but do be reminded that it's a sandbox. So it has some quests and stuff in there, like you can get missions from certain people and like collect A, do B shoot of this pirate there's a lot of random stuff happening as well but it's still a sandbox and if you're used to just following quests all the time you're gonna get bored quite easily all right uh, I, I, I need to put my foot down and, and go to the next story because we're going along now i'm sorry <laughs> yeah I, it I was to very interesting we'll just, we'll, just cut off, we'll just cut off part of his, his gaming segment because i think that was part of it <laughs> every oh, word he said that was, i liked that was basically it. my entire gaming segment so we could just skip uh -huh. that I okay. liked, but um, I, I liked have one it. more story. It's really like I'll try not to go go over long. Okay. Um, so, do any of you remember what the Escapist was hey, back in the day? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I this is a good story. So, the Escapist, uh, the website escapemagazine.com, was purchased by Enthusiast Gaming Network. Meh. Who? Exactly. Um, I think that's really why who. they purchased. No, that's who the hell this is. that's why uh, they paid for the escapist. They also purchased Destructoid last year. Another place that died the same way Escapist did. Yep. Um, <clears throat> they are relaunching the Escapist with with the editor in chief Russ Pitts back at the helm, who's uh, married to a person that also did a lot of work for the Escapist. Yes. He's he owns a he owes a lot like in his thing. Are you going to talk about what he wrote for that? I'm going to talk about pieces of what he wrote. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, not the not the whole thing, but just sorry. Pieces. I'm really excited about it though. Um, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, should we even a... talk about it then? No, we we should. Um, because I have a reason why I'm not excited about it, and I want to talk about it. Um. So I'm going to skip part of, of what his statement is and go right to the part that, that kind of annoys me. Um, he very specifically says at the bottom of his statement regarding his, his coming back as head of the escapist that he has promised to leave politics at the door. Oh, boy. Oh, how nice. <clears throat> I want to read the statement directly so uh, no one can say I'm taking things out of context. 
How do you take that out of context? One David, shut up! Without the layer of provocation, we're leaving politics at the door. Most thought, most of us have thoughts about politics, just like most of you. And because we're creators, those thoughts must show up in our work. Avoiding that would be unnatural. That said, I can promise you, no one here will show the politics attempts to convince you yours are wrong, and your worth is calculated based on whether or not you're on the left or on the right. Politics are everywhere, but they don't have to be everything. We're going to focus on what's fun, and we hope you join us in that. You know, that's better than what they had before, which was just spewing hatred. Um, I, I, mean, also, other... uh, I, I also have to say that on multiple uh, attempts over the years, uh, Andre and I believe myself, I think that we both contacted Russ Pitts trying to actually get him to cover stuff that... No, it was Ben Kuchera, dude. Oh, that was Kuchera for you? Okay, that was Kuchera. I'm... No, we did All right, not I, talk I, 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 Well, okay, you did Kuchera. I get Kuchera and Russ Pitts. I actually Okay, tried... I, only, I only did Kuchera. I, I tried multiple times to get them to cover stories, and their response every single time was basically along the lines of, we don't think it'll be popular, and it might piss off game dev, so we don't want to cover it. And... You know, I bet... I'm sorry. And, like, each time I see them say something like, no, no politics, we won't be doing any of that, even though we have a no politics policy on this podcast, it's not for those reasons. Um, so, yeah, well, we I, don't have a no politics, me. we have a no, we don't, we don't talk to regular politics, but we will cover, like, when it's tangentially related to, to tech events, to tech and yes. gaming events. Yes, um, if it's connected to tech and games, we will cover it, if it's just, like... If, well, I'm, I'm not, not going, going to talk to about the, the scandal of the day because I have yeah. things to do with my time. Um, yeah, scandal but... of the day is a pain in the ass. And although I'm kind of glad that they are taking the stance at the exact same time, it's like, are you just trying to make everyone go to your website now? Well, like I'm all of them? I'm going to talk about my friends with the Escapist way back in the day. I liked the Escapist back then. Yeah, I met a lot of good stuff. people. I, got, I met a lot of really, really cool people that I still contact on the Escapist, or from, or at the Escapist, way back in its heyday. Um, but the reason the Escapist shut down, and the reason that people stopped going there, is because the alt right basically took that site over. They, and this is why when Russ Pitts talks about how he doesn't want to talk go into politics. That is why I take I I kept intention with him about that because a lot of people who were there back then left because a lot of people who weren't being dissuaded from talking about some of their more insidious beliefs rather than confront them the escapists chose just to let it go and hope that maybe they'll go away and they never did so they started taking over the website and the people who like me who didn't enjoy talking to people and thought they were kind of racist and sexist and homophobic and weren't appreciative of that left. Whenever you decline to, to talk about politics, long as you decline to take a stance, that is a signal to people who are of that persuasion that yes, I am allowed to talk my, my, my hate, my racist stances on this website, whether you intend to do that or not, that is what you're signaling. Um, you see, it's not as much of a problem as it used to be because there are more places that will do that now, but it's not a good sign. But the thing is, I think we should just wait and see what they're talking about because 
It's... I mean, I've, I've, I've sent this message to Respace. I've, I've told him my concern. Whether he acts on that or not, that's his call. I don't care at this anymore. Um, well, well, like, the thing is, I mean, it's not... You can't avoid it with a lot of the stories that are happening. Like... That's the other thing, is that polit- like people who now do talk about pol- politics and their stances in gaming, like us, to some extent, like, we don't go out of our way to talk politics, but it does come up and we talk about it. Well, no, I mean, like, the landscape changed after a certain point where you can't avoid that yeah. now. It's a part of the news. Like, people getting mad about Battlefield Five for having a lady in it. Like, that's... Oh, God, just that covering that awesome. gives you, like, just covering that is an inherently political statement. That, just that's, saying yeah, that, that, you... is a, that is a newsworthy story is a political statement. Like, you're going to just sit there and be like, people are mad because of blank. And it's like, okay, what do you think about that? You can't just, you can't just do that anymore because we've moved past that after the Gamergate thing. What fucking waypoint exists? Well, that's the other reason why it's not as bad as it would have used to be. But like other play, like IGN even has, taken a stance on stuff and they were like avoiding that shit like the plague like um they've started to have stuff that's like people don't like that there are women in battlefield 5 despite the fact that there were women that fought in world war 2 giant bomb does that now too like they're clearly not going to talk about politics if they can if, if like it's not relevant but it, it does come up and they talk about it. I mean, they it, used to not. Forget, um, the guy who tried to say, oh, there weren't women in World War II. Which one? There were several thousand of them. Were several. I mean, it's called World War II. That's just And say he was say. a professional and a historian and then was caught with his fucking pants down. That guy. I remember um, Simon Miller did a video about that, that controversy where he was like, hey, hey, nerd. Uh, who can't get a girlfriend. How do you feel about women in Battlefield 5? Oh, you don't like women in Battlefield 5. Is, it because, is that why you can't get a girlfriend? You think about that for a second? Nerd. <laughs> well, I. it's just funny because it's like, you're really so limited in your imagination. A thing called World War 2 yeah. would not have at least one person doing that? Like... Nah, man, like, France had to get women in there because they were like, well, we don't have enough men that are, you know, willing to stand up to this. Oh, my so... correction. Sam Miller called it, girl, uh, Nero wouldn't get his PP touched by another, by someone of the opposite gender. Also, I heard, I don't know if this is 100% true, but I had heard that uh, somebody from the Escapist had tried to be the PR rep for Milo, yeah, the, 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 the. Oh, oh God! I would believe that. I would believe. So, that. can we just go uh, with a general statement of uh, Russ Pitts? Is, yeah, he's most likely a coward. Um, so, I mean, that's... I will give him a chance, and if he doesn't, if he does what I suspect he's going to, then he, I'm done with him. His and wife is like done with him now. I was done with him years ago. Speaking of being done with someone, I got two stories left. Um. See, you're done with us. No, uh, <laughs> done with us. He's rebooting the HGC podcast. Yep, reboot. Uh, we've got too long. Need to He's cut that budget. 
He's hiring the team. This sequel didn't go the way I wanted it to. It's time for a re-reboot. And um, CJ Ride, an American Twitch streamer who's made a name for himself broadcasting his life in Taiwan. Uh, God, I said it wrong. Taiwan. Sorry, everybody. Has decided to leave the country in wake of harassment, doxing, and his personal life falling apart. Um, this is this is a long one. You can go ahead and look it up yourself. Basically, it uh, rolls down to Taiwan culturally having a very big problem with glitter, and CJ decided in a lot of his videos to show himself intentionally littering. And it got to the point where it enraged everyone in his community. So he was getting banned from restaurants. He lost a lot of his friendships he had built over there because he just couldn't convince anyone that he was not just a douchebag going to another country and just being a fucking cunt all the time. Um, so he's lost the friends. Paul legacy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's another <laughs> Paul legacy. It, it's. <laughs> Yeah, bros. Why are streamers just being assholes? Uh, this one might not have meant it. I I can't speak for whether or not he realized he was being ultra, ultra, um, culturally insensitive. I'm not sure, but um, it reached the point where um, everyone had to start making rulings against him. Um, his family was being harassed. As I get, as I said before, doxing neighbors hated his guts. Um, eventually, it got to the point where he decided, you know what, I'm just gonna have to leave the country. So he's uh, he's now leaving it. Uh, he believes haters are gonna hate. Um, jealous viewers, uh, Taiwan broadcasters, even the news um, was so annoyed by the dude that they uh, they started talking about him in the local media. So um, yeah. That is a thing that happened. If this is just going to be a four one one for anyone going to another country, um, before you do anything publicly, double check to see whether or not it's okay. Like if you're going to the UAE and you're oh, female, God. for the love of God, go look up the rules in that country. There have been a lot of issues. Or with that. don't go to the Are UAE. Just, <laughs> just a lot of me. people. Like if you're in, um, if you're in Australia. Be aware that it is not a paradise. If you go there and you think you'll be able to go outside without, like, proper (laughs) footwear and clothing, you're probably going to come home with a snake bite. If you're going to to Africa, specifically anywhere but South Africa, and you think everything is like South Africa, and you just decide to be an asshole to the first person you meet, you will die. If you go to Baltimore... And you decide to go to the wrong neighborhood Wait. and say, what's up, my brother? You probably will not live long enough to get home. Wait, are you saying, Clayton, that perhaps it would behoove somebody to do the research of a destination they plan to go to before For they actually arrive? For fuck's sake, yes. If you come to Connecticut, are you saying that you shouldn't just blindly go to a place without knowing where, what the cultural norms are of the, peop- the place you're going to? Yes. Okay, so I had to edit some stuff, so I'm just going to have to go ahead and just uh, put a blank statement out there like, Though, like, the joke went a little far, but the, the uh, point stands. <laughs> was it that... a joke? Well, some of it became joke. Other I, part, other... okay. I was being okay, dead fucking I was being dead yeah, okay, fucking Okay, is it a joke if it's not funny? Is a good, like, Buddhist <laughs> thought exercise? Okay, is it a yes. joke? <laughs> if you 
Well, I don't know, do... Daniel Tosh. What's your opinion on on funny jokes? Are they jokes? I was trying to do a hey, life guys lesson. Made me laugh. Not at all. I was Not trying to do a life lesson while also being like sort of sarcastic about it. And I I think I think it it came out well, but it could blow up on my face. I don't know. I think he had good intentions, but it just to. didn't go anywhere. When as you good. go to a corner of the world, pay the fuck attention. That's a lot of people this... have their phones. Google is your friend. I don't want to see any stories about 18-year-old rich bitches across the world that came home with a suitcase full of marijuana and don't know why they're being investigated by the CIA and the FBI at the same time. I was really about to say that. Uh, and the ATF and DEA. All right, so made my statement, and it's it's uh, it's a sad, stupid, funny subject, unfortunately. Um, time for a more positive story. Uh-huh. It is once again time for our favorite reoccurring segment on this podcast. Eve oh, Online. No, Truck Coon? Truck Coon? Eve Truck Online Coon. War. Ah. It's time to go to the front lines, ladies and gentlemen, to see how the war is going. My and dearest Nesbitt, I have shut up. I'm doing a joke now. The um. most notorious uh, mercenary... Of the EVE Online community is a man that goes by the name of Doom Chinchilla. Before we go on, can we talk about how they're making a joke and then Andre butt in and said, no, I'm making a joke now. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, yeah, Andre was a cunt. I didn't hear that, but yes, you are right. Andre is a cunt for that one. Shame you on didn't you. didn't hear it. Mm. <laughs> I did. It's like the guys that were like, oh, I don't know, is happening over there. You know what? I'm just going to choose it. to ignore Andre right now. David, what was the joke you're going to make? I was just trying to do the announcement in my Howard Costell voice. Oh, okay. And he just interrupts me like cut like a cunt. Call him call Andre a cunt. You will feel so much better. <laughs> he doesn't want to call him a cunt. God damn it. He's too polite. He he's polite. He's being nice to he Andre. He knows we're gonna be playing a video game later, maybe. He's, so. he's giving him a kindness that he does not deserve. <laughs> I'm like two levels away from seventy machinists. I can't play I also not on Fortnite installed at all, so Wait, why are what we is... talking? Okay, so what God, were we talking about? Uh, David, we weren't, even, we weren't talking about video games at all there, and you just decided to talk about all that shit. Man, we, need, we got a lot of work to do. Saying, Eve okay? Online. The war. Eve Online. I want to talk about Andre being a cunt real quick, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, Eve Online. Eve Online. What is going on in the war in Eve Online? So, the Nothing. number one... The number one mercenary um, for the community is a man that goes by the name of Doom Chinchilla, as I said before. That name, everybody. Doom Chinchilla. Uh, he has the, one of the... Um, he is known for having one of the longest standing and most feared super capital forces the game has ever seen. Um, he is now talking about the final moments when that Death Star um, blew up. And basically um, what it was like at that moment. And he says that everything was um, surprisingly... After an eight-hour war, keep that in mind, super exhausting. Super exhausting. Because, um, as people are aware of you online, when you log off, your ships don't disappear. They are still there. So, when he had to eventually cave in and, like, I don't know, be a human being um, after his eight-hour shift of hell, uh, he would sign back in after, you know, a bit and would just see, like, utter chaos, death, screens... 
um, mm. all of his ships like in bad shape and make it worse. He can't log. Uh, he can't like warp out and get somewhere safe because there is nowhere safe. He's too deep in enemy territory. So apparently, it took him three days to get out of that situation after they lost the Death Star. And although his side did win the war, technically, um, they lost so much money, um, and other valuable, like, pieces of, like, ships and whatnot. It that, was a theoric victory. Yeah, it's like the other side really was the one that was, that was the winner. So, um, he was talking about how basically, like, most of the people around him would get out, like, Wednesday, but he'd be there till, like, Friday, which was even more of a shit situation than basically people were leaving him in drones and just like, yo, fuck it. I'm just going to leave. I'm smaller. I can get out of here. But the big guy, the the big guy that's too big for his own good. Well, he's stuck here. He's going to have to suffer a bit longer. Um, at one point, um, they didn't realize that if they had sent in all the ships all at once, it would crash the silver if a uh, server, if, uh, if he had known it was possible to do that, he would have just went ahead and had all of his friends send in more ships and actually crushed the server earlier. That way, the Death Star would have most likely had been saved. So, uh, that bug that we talked about that we thought was like, oh my god, it got so bad this happened, was actually apparently crucial for the entire scenario. If the server didn't go down, that Death Star would have still been alive, is what everyone believes. So, it Sucks to be you! Yeah, um, uh, he, he also had, a like, to basically, like, talk about, like, boosting morale, keeping everyone around him happy, try to keep shitposting under control, uh, apparently each time he goes off to war, there are people celebrating and also people crying, <laughs> because, like, like, the moment he shows up, everything gets worse, and his last comment on the war was that even though it's still ongoing, he really hopes this doesn't last until, like, snowboarding season. Because nothing can keep him from that. So now he's just accidentally told the enemy lines that if you want to keep this mercenary, like, um, basically out of the fight, prolong the war as long as possible. He will have mm. to leave. So now we're probably going to see an even longer war if anyone on the enemy side is smart. It's the war economy. Yes, war economy. So that is the thing, ladies and gentlemen. I am sure we'll be seeing more of that story in the future. But right now, it looks like it was a definite win for everyone against the uh, Death Star. So the Rebel Alliance basically won that fight. Although I'm not sure if they're really a Rebel Alliance. I think the Rebels were the ones that had the Death Star this time around. I'm not 100% sure on that one. But that is the thing. And I'm sure we'll be seeing more war correspondent stories in the future. So... After all of that, I guess we go into what everyone's been playing. I will go ahead and just go first. I am still playing Bravely, uh, not Bravely Default, what the fuck is Octopath it called? Octopath Traveler. Octopath Traveler, and I have a statement to make for specifically Brandon, and also every single asshole online that is not Brandon. You know what? I'll just call the rest of them cunts. Well, uh, what did I do? You sadistic bastards keep telling me over and over again on Twitter that after chapter one is done, make sure to go get those second job classes, guys. But not yes. a single one of you motherfuckers told me where the job classes were! Just Google it. You asshole! <laughs> you type in. piece oh, of shit! Secondary job. Like, no, is, no I'm with Clayton on this it's, one. There is no job Walmart in this fucking video game. I can't walk what? up to a place and give them some money and get more job classes. There's none of that shit. 
They are hidden. They are obscure. They're in the middle of fucking nowhere. And I've only found one accidentally. All of you assholes can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> yeah, you know what I really hate is being told something online. And then they just they just don't tell me where to go look for it at all. There's, I don't know. Jesus! Motherfuckers! It wasn't so even yeah, a, Brandon, you're a jerk. It wasn't you're even a, a true bet. secondary class. It wasn't like an upgrade. It's like, oh, my thief can now be a scholar. Big fucking whoop. Uh, no, that's a big deal. Just angers me. It angers me like there's no fucking tomorrow. My fucking god. <laughs> so angry. Get those. Really yeah, valuable. Brandon, you suck. But you should certainly get those. They're pretty valuable. Where do you get them? <laughs> I will send you the map after the show. You're such an asshole. <laughs> the worst. So yeah, that was that was the thing that happened. It really pissed me off. Just one asshole after another, just telling me, "Hey man, go get those second classes." As if like I somehow knew where those classes were, and like I didn't need to be told, and like I just got to walk up to Job Walmart and pay some goddamn Listen, money. No, it doesn't that work I was that way. The same advice, and all I did was look it up. Because I have the world, like you're I have part the of the world problem. You're a part of the problem. Go fuck yourself. You can't defend yourself this time, you cut. I mean, I just googled it when people told me to do that. I Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I know how to use Google. I don't know about you. Then give me a link, you cunt. Could have done so many things, but no, every single asshole replied. You didn't the same even way. ask. It's like you're trying to help somebody, but you're just doing it halfway. Hey, I think you've got a cold. Okay, so what do I take for that? I don't know. Go fucking look it up. It's like... <laughs> That's shitty. It just is tell him where he get his jobs. I didn't, I didn't go to Clayton typically and say get secondary jobs. I put that as a generalized broadcast. Yeah, you, yeah but you see the internet's like, go do this on I the podcast, that. in our Discord feed, on Twitter, you were just putting your e-penis everywhere on that one. Second job, goodbye! Oh. Quit rubbing your e-penis into our text chat! <laughs> well, pardon me. I thought Where you were... are the jobs? I thought Mr. <laughs> Technology Expert here could fucking use Google. Where are those jobs? They're scattered all over the map. You're a jerk! That doesn't help. So I don't know, it's somewhere. You can find them with the harp symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all I'm hearing from you, man. So fucking weak. Can't fucking look it up. I can't believe this fucking weak motherfucker is gonna sit here. I just, I just saw every single cut do that, and was just like, "What the fuck, guys? Why, why is no it's one?" It's the same shit of man. This thing's broken. It's I'm like trying to make all, this app, it's and you like go to all, fucking. It's like they're all matter-of-fact professors that have already given people the book, and they're just expecting them to go read it, and it's just read like five chapters. Why didn't you read the twenty chapters? It's not my fault you can't fucking read the text. You're not helping. That's that's you're not also helping a... your case. We're not yeah, asking you to write a fact. Just it, tell them. 
that's also a thing in the game that I'm surprised that like they fucked up on because usually their tutorial covered everything. It didn't. Cover. They, yeah, they they really should realistically have told you about that. Like yeah, that's that's a valuable it. piece of information. They never covered it, and it's like uh, when they were talking job class, I was expecting like an extension. So like. You're a thief, then you become like I don't know. Uh, oh no, really it's literally smart. you become. It's literally you like you become the scholar. Like you have all the scholar skills. It's, it's I was really ex- fucking valuable. I was expecting quacky names like Bandit Premier and Chef, but no, the, none of that shit. Yeah, so that was that was a thing. I I was a bit annoyed at how many tweets showed up. So there you go, everybody. That's your public service announcement, cunts. Um, Where the are the jobs? Uh. I didn't really play on any monster. other... Monster.com, Andre! I didn't... I, did, I didn't yeah. play any other games uh, this week. I did go see uh, Mission Impossible Fallout last night as sort of like... Fallout? My... That's the name? Yeah. I thought it was like... Uh, Mission Impossible that's Fallout. That's really the name? Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um... How many Pip-Boys were in it? It's a, it was a good Nine. movie. Uh, it, it closed up a lot of things I thought they should have fucking closed up years ago. So, uh, I guess that's good and bad at the same time. No more Tom Cruise. Awesome. I kind of like being able to go to a movie theater at, like, 11 o'clock at night and find out that there's, like, 80 pizzerias next to me because it's Disney Springs. Do you ever sleep? Yes! Yeah. A lot! Quite well. <laughs> Sleeping is, is fun. He has good. weird hours. He told us about this when he... Ca- yeah, oh, like, man. I will, like, literally get home, pass out for, like, four hours, and then I wake up at, like, 9 o'clock at night, and that's when I eat dinner. <laughs> that's... That's a thing that has happened multiple times. It works for him, so whatever. Um, but I wouldn't recommend it. Well, I usually fall back asleep and like wake up at nine o'clock like a good boy. So I don't oh, know God. why you'd say what he does is bad. He's alive. That's yeah. Well, I... there's a, there's being alive and then there's living. Yeah, you know, coming being from you nice and telling someone where the jobs are, and then they're just <laughs> saying to go get the jobs. Yeah, well, yeah, you, um... You, <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me Google that for you. I don't even own Octopath Traveler, but... <laughs> you know... But you too think you should get good, I agree. This Thank is, you for this is also I would, have, I would have looked them up without even talking to people. I, I love I love this idea that um Yeah, Andre knows what he's doing. Yeah, he'll he looks the fuck up. I wouldn't have I, well I don't talk to anybody, so that's where I get my strength from. <laughs> yeah, you just <laughs> talk like, oh, at they me. want me to get second jobs. Well fuck them. I'm gonna do it when I feel like it. This would be the part where I would normally like be anti Andre, but he's on my side right now, so I'm kind of in a weird place. Yeah. Bond between others is the true power, Andre. <laughs> uh, you see, I'm trying not to bend to either position here. I'm trying to be what's called a centrist. <laughs> let's find the center, guys. Let's just meet. Let's meet up there. I don't. Are you saying you that the find truth, the answers? Are you saying that like Clay, between Clayton's stance and my stance, the truth is somewhere in the middle? No, it's not. One of you is wrong, and the other isn't. That's how it always is. No, I think the truth. We just don't want to admit it. (laughs) All right, so uh, yeah, I love Octopath Traveler. It is hands down one of the best fucking video games I've seen in a long time. Uh, we've already talked about Matthias, and he said he didn't have any other games he really played. So we we're still safe by skipping him, right? Yeah. Yes. All right, Brandon. What have you been playing? 
I have been playing Octopath Traveler. Gee, hey, wow! Have you found the second jobs yet? Yeah, they're fucking really good. Like, where I have are my, they? I have my my Cyrus. Where are they? All throughout the second chapter area. Just, just look for the harp symbols on the dick. map, you'll find them. They're Such pretty easy dick. to find. Unbelievable. Uh, Clayton, can you believe this? Uh, I believe it. I deal with it every day. <laughs> he won't fucking just say where they are. He's like, I don't... Well, well I'm sorry about the map, map. Of me, you piece of shit. Where are the hidden packages in Grand Theft Auto? On the map! I'm Real glad helpful. We've, I'm glad we've added to the narrative that, um... Andre will always be on someone's side as long as that side is against Brandon. <laughs> no, I've been on his side before. Yeah. Were you, like though? Were you, like though? Just now. <laughs> I'm like Revolver fucking Ocelot up in this bitch. I will betray you without even a thought. Are you still happy? I won't even remember that I did it. Are That's you... how awesome our Revolver Ocelot is. Are you still having fun in Octopath, Brandon? Is it starting? I to am having well? a great time in Octopath. It's a really, really good game. I'm yeah, really you don't even glad... have to look at game facts. It's I'm that really good glad game when the game started giving me more money. Like, it was a very Tressa really thing. helps the money problem. Oh boy, does she ever! Just robbing she... every corpse she finds. She doesn't rob corpses. She finds money on the ground that some idiot left on the ground for her. Uh, how can you some rob a dead person? Do Thank we know? Do we know that 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 quote of some poor soul was a direct quote of they dropped some money on the ground and not her finding a corpse and sign the check in the pockets? Do we know this one? Um, it's not confirmed, but yeah, that's exactly what I read. That I'm like, ha! It could go either way, couldn't it? Well, when you when you put it that way, yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> I knew it. Hey, Tessa, can we have the wallet? <laughs> yeah, she's pocketing some of the change. All of it, actually. All the change is hers. Mm-hmm. She uh, every once in a while, I will see her just like show up with fifteen hundred extra gold. And I mean, the irony is that her story is very socialist. Her story is very socialist, and she's anti-thievery, no, 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 no. but... No, can't be socialist. We have to find the answer somewhere in the center, okay? So, so she is, so she is, um, she is anti-thievery, um, very much for socialism, which those two really don't work together well, and her special power is going up to random people in battles and stealing their money. No, 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 it's literally, if you look at the description, it's asking them for money. It's it, well, she's collecting. Um, yeah. so she's giving them no recourse because if she doesn't get the money, Therian is just gonna come up behind them and stab them and <laughs> steal <laughs> all of their SP. <laughs> so she's the mafia. Give her her collection dues, and maybe you'll live to see so your kneecaps. The, weird part. the second chapter, and like I don't care. I don't think spoilers matter that too much because the game's plots are usually kind of thin. Um. The second chapter has her in a mining town where the guy's like, okay, if you find gold on my land, remember, it's my land, I own this shit, not you. I will gladly buy the gold off you, but remember, I could take it because it's my gold, it's not fucking yours. And then you find out, like, he's buying it for a tenth of the price it's actually worth. And then you kill him. Yes. Oh, good. Literally, um... Tressa looks, goes up to him and goes, and what I said to being... Your coffers may be overflowing, but you're still morally bankrupt. 
and then beat the <laughs> shit out of him. Um, here's, here's, here's my favorite part so far. I keep traveling to the old towns to go, like, get the inquires done and get the, uh, guidance and stuff done. You know, the special little extra and the stealing, stealing everything. The stealing, of course. Stealing 100% old time. Um, Furion keeps going up to all the girls on the team and is flirting with them in every town. In the incident's dialogue, Yes. It's yeah. hilarious. It's like my we're learning... favorite part of the chapter one is when Therian goes, I can't babysit. I work alone and then immediately begs up to seven strangers for help. <laughs> Sounds like America. <laughs> Where did like, David I just go? Chapter three and he goes, I can't open up to anyone. I can't feel this thing of betrayal again. How will I ever work with anyone else? And I go, well, about those seven people who are off screen waiting for the boss fight to start. Yeah, Therian, you can't you can't do that. That that that's the wrong plot for this adventure. Therian is so anti people helping him out, but he's got seven dudes right behind him, ready for a war. Like there was, like, I was playing his chapter six story, and he was like, and the bandit who who was following was like, I can't believe you come all the way over here by yourself. And I just sit there, and go, you know. There's literally three people off screen waiting for this battle to start because they know this they're, is going to happen. Come on, guys. They're don't, just, don't, don't do this. Don't do they're, this. They're just moving around, kicking some rocks on the ground, waiting for the monologues to end. Antagonist yeah. says this, Protag says this, and then we're just going to show up behind both of them and stab them. My only problem with the game is that, like, when you're playing each individual story, the characters don't, like, they're just off screen. as They're not part of the story, but, like, you know they're there because when you start playing... It's the party again, and there like, are that's actually my only problem with the game is is how weirdly disconnected everything seems. That's actually um, one of the things I found funny was that like we've actually found ways to fix that for previously. Like um, several devs just have like dialogue options that can be played if they are in your party at the time for the boss yeah. fight. Uh, there's all kinds of different options. But... What's the Bioware style of whatever party members in your party has some line? Yeah, but you hate Bioware games. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. You said you did. I Somebody did. in here did. I did. I hate a lot of them, but not all of them. I hate a lot of them now. I used to not. We got a lot of hate on this podcast. Um, any other games you played, Brandon, or not? Nah? Sounds like America. Oh, that was it, because uh, of... I've been playing Mark Fath, and like, those secondary jobs, they get them. They're really good. They're really useful. They get Can you do those two jobs at the same time? Can you use two jobs at the same time? Um, what do you mean? So, like, say, if I unlock the thief's ultimate skill of stabbing everything in existence, can I use that while I'm still a scholar who doesn't use knives? Well, a scholar will be able to use knives if he's dual-classing as the thief. You are not replacing the class, you are dual-classing. So, you will have the knife still on you in fights. Like, for example, um... The first thing I unlocked was, uh, like, like for example, I have Ulbrich, who is the warrior. Uh-huh. I have him with the hunter job, which means he can use swords, spears, bows, and axes. Because uh-huh. the, 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 the warrior uses swords and spears, and the hunter uses bows and axes. I might have to go make my magic thief boy a mage, because I think I used all the items on my magic thief boy. All of them. I don't know why you would do that. Um, because I want the ultimate magic thief boy. Every single time a thief comes up to him, yeah. they miss. 
But you get um, but um, when you dual class, you get you like you, the character equates the 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 skills of both of the class he's dual classing into. Like he's yeah. still a scholar, he still has all the scholar boy skills for my Cyrus. But like he gets the class, he gets the classes that like he's equipped that he equips. He gets a bonus for the to his stats based af- on the class he's equipping. Does it affect his stats of outside of the skills, skills or no? He does. Uh, what do you mean? Like say um. Normally, in a lot of RPGs, if you add a second class to you, like each level up would be adding adding a certain amount of like. Well, classes points. don't have experience levels. Um, there, there's no like class experience. Points. Well, that's why I was level. asking because, like, like for a lot of games, a lot of games, those classes are like secretly impacting your attribute values. Like oh they are oh they're not they're not secretly they they when you switch switch classes it explicitly tells you what stats are going up and which ones are going down based on the class you're playing. Okay, so if you're dual classing, do yeah. you see both? Yeah, each class gets yeah each each class will give you a stat boost based on what what class you're equipping. Okay, um, it's not it's not secret it's it's explicit so it's it's the, not the really it's not really the same then um it's more like a um, it's more like a flat bonus instead of it being like yeah. a growth bonus. Okay, correct. All right, um, that answers so yeah, that. it's a modifier to their the base stats and a percentage modifier. I really hope that doesn't like bug out with the use of nuts because that that would suck. Just suddenly all my nuts were gone because I changed classes. That would fucking suck. Oh no 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 no! Again, it's just a modifier, a percentage boost. It's never a down. It's never a downgrade. Like like your stereotype was all all these TT boy stats. I never okay. change. It's just okay. like you get a boost on top of that. Gotcha. All right, so like um, it sounds like we know what Brandon played. <laughs> he played uh, No Man's Sky. One other thing before, about the bonus classes, so that you you are aware, it doesn't change. Like the, the the path actions are unique to each character, so they do not transfer over to the person whose whose class you're choosing. Like for example, um, Cyrus Scholar Boy's power to reveal weaknesses, that's unique to him. Only he does that. The Pearson New Dual Class as Scholar does not get that bonus. Interesting. Is there any classes that give, like, new extra secret hidden powers that would just be the that character, or not? Nah? So they're... No, no, no. And, like, the character skills are unique to them. They don't change. Trust will always be the one that picks up money off the ground, even if someone else is a merchant. Okay. Um, but uh, there are four um, superior classes that you can uh, you can unlock later on. Um, they're guarded by high level bosses, so I haven't done them yet. We talked about but, it last like, they're, episode. Like there are four ultimate classes you can you can equip as well. Okay, we talked about it last week. Okay. <laughs> Andre, what have you been playing? Um, I'm playing Enter the Gungeon right now, and that's a really good game. What is Tell it? Me about it? What's that? Tell what is it? it? Um, it's sort of like it's so uh, like you. Have you played Binding of Isaac? Oh, I put you on hours in that game, yeah. yeah. Yes. It's a much better version of that because you can point your projectiles in more directions than just four. So, like, you're making your way through a maze that's randomly generated each time or procedurally, and when you die, you have to start the whole thing all over again. So it's a run-based game. All your enemies are like shotgun shells and, you know, little handgun bullet shells and stuff. Um, I literally started playing this when we started the show. So, uh, I, it seems really, it seems really cute and fun. 
I'm I'm enjoying it. I've been enjoying it for the past two hours. Um, I've also been playing Crackdown. That's still a really good game. How's and Terry Crews? He's not in it. Oh. It's the first Crackdown. Oh. But, man, that's a real awesome game, too, because you can just jump so high up in the air, and uh, a lot of those cars handle like shit in that game. But if you get your driving stat up, there's like these special agency vehicles that like when you get in them, they transform. Uh, but I got upset yesterday cause I was driving and I just flew off the map or something. All I remember about crackdown was the agility orbs and the shy gent enigmatic Wang. Yeah. He's a pain in the ass to take out. He's at the highest point in the fucking game. You have to climb a skyscraper and there's so many fucking people. He's like the hardest one to take out, even if you've worked all the other bosses down. Uh, take him out. He's still a pain in the ass. Nice. Uh, but let's see. What's the other game I've been playing? Uh, me and David played Battlefront 2 together. We're still hoping yeah, that they update um, it. They're supposed to be adding the uh, Clone Wars updates either next month or the month after. Yeah, the sooner the better, because fuck. That game yeah. hasn't had anything new. It is, <laughs> it's only update... At this point, it only updates when there's a fucking movie. Yeah, and even then, like, they just put skins in for, like, the solo movie. They didn't even add maps like they did for Rogue One. No, no, they, so was they it as stagnant as Gwent? They did. I, I looked I looked around. There were what, was, like, one or two maps. What they put in? I don't know. I did really we play on them yesterday? No, we didn't. The problem is, I could tell there was a new map. I found it in the uh, team deathmatch mode. But the problem really becomes that I barely could tell it was a new map. Oh, no. It was no. just like a cave. <laughs> it was a fucking cave. It was like Hoth if it was melted. <laughs> Terrible. Great. Cool. Awesome. Uh, we also... Hmm... Anything Did we else? Play or anything no? else together? Did we play anything else together? Uh, not this week. I've been uh. Don't tired. we don't yeah, uh, we don't need all that. Just say what. No, game tell us said. everything. I need to write your. No, biography. Andre, stop. I don't worry. Okay. Uh, so yeah, um, uh, David, was there other games that you played on your own that Andre wasn't a part of, or not? Nah? Uh, I also played Octopath Traveler. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Uh, I'm still in the Chapter 1 areas. I've just met my fourth character, uh, Han. Hanit. Hanit. Hanit, yep. Um, the hunter. I also met the cleric, and I cried a little bit during her story. Shut up. No one was giving you shit for it. It's I'm a sad story. Souls. We're not. We're not that kind of a podcast. Listen- I'm talking to our listeners. God yeah, no, no, David. I'm a fan of. Don't Dark tell Souls. your. Like don't tell our listeners, listeners to shut up. My God, talk David. To the listeners, because they can't talk to you. So you're talking. Yeah, to us. don't don't do well, that. Also, don't word it that way. It makes it sound like you're talking to us, and it just gets confusing. You're only ever talking to us. Yes. Fuck the Oscars. And I'm, I'm enjoying playing this game. In fact, I've got more game. It's it's uh, Octopath is the only physical game I own on my Switch, actually. Really, I own six. 
I all of my other games are digital, honestly. <clears throat> I own Skyrim on the Switch. I've also been playing Mega Man X Legacy Collection, and it runs really nice in handheld mode on the Switch. I haven't How... tried it in uh, TV mode. Did you get to the Did you get to the part where the guy gets killed and you hear X go? You need to use this for emergencies only. <laughs> Wait, where is that? Cause... That's after you start X's game. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I love that. That's after you start X's game, and I'm like, which his, one? <laughs> his story. His story in X4. No, I haven't. Um, it's so fucking part. stupid. What am I fighting for? You need to use this for emergencies only. Such a shitty fucking voice they got. Oh, God. It's the same voice from Mega Man 8, actually. I think. Yeah, it is. And it's like... Oh, God. Guys, he's like taller. He should have a more imposing voice than that. Like, this was the '90s when voice acting was shit. But here's the thing. Oh, I don't know. Snatcher's got great voice acting. It had Kojima. Kojima is like a guy who's who's so obsessive that he will literally. He's like the Gordon Ramsay of video game programming. Programming? Mm, no, just I mean, game. I mean, he's probably, like, behind the scenes, he's throwing stuff and calling people donkeys. No, nah, most of the time he has screenshots of him in the studio. He's just listening Wait, to soundtracks. are you talking about Kojima or Chef Gordon Ramsay? Chef Boyardee, actually. I'm saying that Kojima, I think, is like the, the Gordon Ramsay of video games. No, that would be David Cage. Oh, that would be David Cage, no question. Um, he only demands perfection. I mean, his employees call him the Sun Emperor. That's supposed to be a good thing, though. That that was a good guy for France. David Cage is not. Um, I will say this, though. Um, they've added a boss rush, rush mode where you have to fight two bosses at the same time. Ice Walrus! Uh, you get to choose three weapons to go in. You have to fight six bosses um, in a row. Two at, two per. Um, only three weapons. I did not know this when I went in. I thought you could switch your weapons out after each boss. Uh, you can't. Um, basically, I had to fight Ice Wall, a Frost Walrus, Chill Penguin, oh, I got Wheel Gator... My favorite oh, boss of all time is Chill Fucking War. I mean, oh, Chill God. Penguin. The Crab. Um, oh, God, I forgot the last two. It sucks. But, yeah, I don't know if it's in each game, each of the two games. Because despite it being digital and physical, it's a two-piece collection, which is ridiculous. And here's something interesting. My friend got the PS4 edition. It's still two discs. Despite I mean, the... they're the biggest games ever created, so it's amazing that they even got more they than one on those. I know, it's a joke. Hi! Uh-huh. Welcome I... to the joke cast. You could literally fit the whole both collections on one Switch cart, one Xbox One disc, and one PS4 disc. Yes, but you know why they didn't do that for the Switch? Because them cartridges are mighty expensive. <laughs> no, no, here's the thing. A, the PS4 one... They did not use the PS1 edition of Mega Man X3. I, I love how David's going off on a tangent when the real answer is they wanted more money! 
Well, they no, wanted to spend less. the same price. Regardless, you're going to have to pay $40 to get all eight games. So it would have made more sense just to charge 40 bucks for all eight games as opposed to just splitting the two collections up to $20. They wanted yeah, more money. But, yeah, but for the Switch, they're like, I don't know. So regardless, you're going to have to pay 40 bucks to get all eight games. You know what was really cool when the PS2, they had the Mega Man Anniversary Collection, and they had all eight on one fucking disc? You guys don't, you guys don't understand how markets work. $20 games sell better than $40 games. That's why they put two $20 games out there. They're hoping to get more money. Yeah, but I'm talking about physical, not digital. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about them... Using a lower price point to get more money. Capitalism. I like yes. Money. I has know. nothing has nothing to do with physical or digital. They wanted more money. I shall escape to the one place uncorrupted by capitalism. Space. Denmark. People are dumb. They see a lower price tag. They're the the moment they see a lower price tag, their inhibitions lower. Oh, game crit. You're dumb. Edition. Can I go with you to space? Apparently, uh, y'all are both not saying it what correctly. What does space have to do with Please. them wanting more ah. money? Space. Ah. Space. The physical version is forty dollars, but there's there's still two. They wanted more money. You're not fucking. Getting it. Neither are you, talking slow person. You can't buy them separately physically. You have you can only buy them separately. Digitally. We're not talking about that <laughs> at all. What we are, are we talking about. I'm bored. What are we actually talking about? Guys, I'm fucking no bored. Can we move on? David doesn't no, understand no. money. No, I don't think you understand it. Wait, I think David's saying that, like, your argument that they that the two Sony SKUs would be separate only makes sense in the digital version because in the physical version, it is just one package. Yes! Thank you! He's they... still mad, even though you helped him out. Oh, maybe and I'm saying the, the reason why they broke it up, it doesn't matter if we're talking physical or digital, the reason why those two things were separated out was because they wanted to hit that no, $20 but the price thing tag. is they like their premise is flawed because they weren't separated in the physical version. That's yeah. that's what David's point is. I know, but that it, it, like his his counterpoint makes no sense. Literally, like they wanted more money. So in digital spaces, what's going to sell better, a forty dollars game asking or a twenty dollars game? On one disc, if you can't buy them separately, because they wanted more money. Digital sales are more prevalent, and they've realized that if you want to sell your game, you got to make the price lower. But at the exact same but time, it's forty bucks, regardless. You like the, the, the I know, I know, like, they're cunts. It, like that, like I'm not, I'm not saying their idea no, no, is. Fucking, saying, this is really not great for air. You're right. All right, move on. Move on. Move on. Please. My God, this is the worst shit to hear. It's misdirection. It's misdirection by Thebes. That's what it is. Anyway, I think that's it for the podcast this week. Unless there's any other stories we forgot about or any games we want to talk about. Um, I have a couple things. No, you don't. You're done. Matthias already talked about what he played this week earlier. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know if you're gonna have to edit his thing in here. No! You're, you're, you're uh, causing dead air again. God damn it. Brandon, what was... Anywho... Because um, you're so violent and you want to murder everything. I don't know. Anywho, uh, <laughs> I put wrote a post on my blog with my final thoughts on Detroit Become Human now that the... It's still that, a bad game. Thank now you. My, now my VODs that are on YouTube. And, and don't don't cut me off. Um... <laughs> Still or, a bad game, though. Thank or you. Or he will cut yeah, you. Yeah, still bitch. a bad game, but I have a, I have a reason for why I written down on my blog. Uh-huh. Read it. Um, All right, so press start discuss the gum. Everyone, go check it out. Basically, yes. Yeah. Also, I will be streaming every Sunday, Saturday, and Sunday, eight to ten p.m. Watch those. ChrisTV.com/slash New York Cloud. Yeah, I still TV got New York Cloud. I still got nothing to promote because uh, the uh, the fucking um, my day job. And also my side job, both can't be talked about publicly. That said, so... if you love Clayton's podcast here, you would enjoy the HTC podcast. <laughs> Self promotion inside the promotion. <sighs> you should probably tell people to go watch this show somewhere. I, I don't know. Well, you can find us on um Nowheres. <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> find us on Google Drive, if that counts. You got the essence of the Smash blog spot. I am at Old Game Crit. David is at Pretty Writer. Andre is at Lemon Hatchet. You can't find us anywhere anymore. Uh, Matthias is at Masha Isu or at Matthew. Uh, both still work. I don't know why. It's a bug. Um, and uh, Brandon is at New Dark Cloud. So uh, say goodbye, everybody. So long. <laughs> no well. It's time to say adieu. 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 Goodbye. adieu. Get to bug. you and you and you.